right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Attack Baron podcast. As always, I'm your host. Well, not as always, as of recently. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, I'm Starbuck, and I am joined by that one girl. Hello, hello. And if the title didn't clickbait you, you're probably wondering what's going to happen this episode. Well, we're going to be talking about matchmaking. So Yay! it's been a, a hot topic recently. Yeah. Yeah. In our discord has been quite the hot topic about, you know, what's, what's actually going on and you know, how matchmaking really is for wild rift. I think it's been kind of wild rift is kind of notorious at this point for it, uh, for having issues in matchmaking and no one liking the matchmaking. And I think that's just ranked game, like competitive games in general. Everyone's always complaining. Oh, I don't feel like it's fair or, this, that, or the other, you know, if you've been around competitive games very long, you know, there's kind of that always that hanging in the back, uh, in the back line, just kind of someone's always upset. So, um, anyway, so we're going to kind of break down how it works. Um, honestly, uh, the Wild Rift, uh, matchmaking system is, I think, below average, um, especially with the, the most recent changes and stuff. But, um, this isn't to really point that out. It's just more of to inform you of how it works and what to expect and kind of why why things are happening the way they're happening. Hopefully it allows you to be able to do that and kind of alleviate some stress and some frustration possibly um, with the matchmaking system because you, you know how it works. And um, unfortunately, the one in Wild Rift is flawed flawed uh, pretty badly um as we'll get into later in the episode um but anyways um as always we have some community stuff going on um OG, what's going on in our community right now um well we have a lot of people playing genshin impact in our community that is honestly something that i did not seem see coming like at all but all of a sudden that channel just blew up so um if you want to play come play with us you know we we yeah. don't only play wild rift we're also playing genshin and i think minecraft is picking it minecraft, picking up yeah yeah it's been um, it's been popping off it yeah it's amazing how many people i've even seen rygar in the chat <gasps> oh rygar <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah but, yeah and then of course we have the winter split those games are still going how's that going coach starbuck how's, uh, how's it, the winter split going for you our, our second week definitely went better than our first week. Um, nice. Our first week was kind of rough. We lost, my team lost twice. And so we went 0 2 the first week. And this last week we went 2 0. So yay. Yay. <laughs> we're doing, yeah, we're doing, we're doing better. But uh, we've already got um, teams eliminated. And then this, we've already got one team that's already eliminated. But we're coming up on the tournament. Uh, the Are the elimination rounds coming up for the actual tournament part? Um, we've got, this weekend we're actually going to have some like the tensions are pretty high because there's some like very key games of who's going to get into the final four mm. uh teams in the elimination round because like we've got if some if one team beats another team i'll just hold on just let me read it for you because man it okay. is i tell you what the, the tensions man and uh so if uh team Doty beats team caboose there will be a three-way tie and then we're going to have to play some tiebreaker games to see who goes into the last four. 
Wow. So um, it's kind of getting tense, just to be honest. It, it sounds like it's going to be a uh, <clears throat> sweaty Saturday. <laughs> it will be. Very sweaty. <laughs> oh, I, I don't even want to think about it. Like, I'm literally getting nervous just thinking about it. Um, oh, wow. But anyway, so yeah, that that's going to be super fun. And even if we don't make it into the, even if our team doesn't end up making it into the tournament, um, I am still going to be excited for the the tournament as when it comes, you know, in the weeks to come, I'm going to be excited to watch them, see how it all unfolds. So, yeah. Yeah. So if you want to come watch some really sweaty games, come join the discord. We, the games are being streamed in the discord. And then I believe that some of the other later games are going to be streamed on Twitch. So come join, come join, come play with people, come watch some real sweaty games. Oh yeah. It should be fun. All yeah. right. Well, if that's it for community stuff, we did have um, a patch that came out this last week. Um, so we'll go ahead and hit that really, really quick before we uh, get into the matchmaking stuff. Um, this was patch 4.0B. Um, and with this, uh, with this patch came Zuri, the newest ADC. Um, Zuri is kind of, we'll have to do a breakdown episode on her. Um, but she's a very interesting ADC. Um, she's got both AD and AP scaling, so you can build her either way. I'm not exactly sure how strong her AP build is. I don't see a lot of people building it. Um, so that kind of leads me to believe that it might not be super strong at the moment. Um, but she does have that ability to be able to build both ways, which is really cool. Um, something else that's really cool about her is that she doesn't have a she doesn't need to have a target to shoot an auto attack so she doesn't like it's it's kind of weird she's the only champion in wild rift that does that um and so like you can you don't have to have sight of your of your enemy to be able to hit him with an auto attack but with that being said as well her auto attacks are also the only ones in the game that can be dodged so mm. and because she can, you know, not shoot them yeah. in the right spot, you know, and they're not just like instant locked on. And she shoots like six bullets, I think. Like every auto attack just shoots at like six little bullets. Yeah, um, I took her. Uh, I took her into the practice mode, and her auto attack feels like Samira's. Um, oh crap! I don't. I don't even know what it's called. But whenever. A like her, an enemy champion is CC'd. Samira can dash to them real quick and then quickly auto attack them. That's what her. That's what Ziri's auto attacks look like to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she seems. She seems like a very interesting ADC. Yeah, and very like her jump. Like she can jump over walls, but if she like hits a wall, she like extends her dash even farther and stuff. And I've seen some people get some. Pretty far dashes with that, and like her, mm. she's got some good mobility stuff. So she's like my in. my perma ban right now. Oh really? Well, yeah, I just mainly because I don't want to even deal with learning how to deal with her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I that. so I just I just ban her right away. Yeah, and uh, to be honest, I don't really want Zuri on my team. Or the enemy's team, because you know that thing where you know they're super bad if they're on your team, or they're really good if they're on the other team. So like, yeah, classic. Might as well. Yeah, if I'm classic. if I'm looking for a ban, then I might as well ban her. But yeah, so Zuri came out. We'll have to do a breakdown on her eventually here as well. Um, but some new game modes came out. Well, not new. Some old games, some old game modes came back out. 
Right. Anyways, uh, one for all is here. So like one champion, everyone on one team is one champion versus everyone is one champion on another team. So, you know, five Yumi's versus five Master Yi's or <laughs> I don't know. Just, yeah. you know, they, so that mode's back and then also duels are back. So um, those will, wait, 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 duels just showed up, right? Yeah, okay, so um, One yeah. for All was here. If you're listening to I'm, this now, you already missed it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> one for All just ended. <laughs> yeah, and now we have duels. So yeah. uh, go play some duels, uh, and you'll have to wait for One for All to come back out. But uh, right. anyway, so the new events are, the new event is called Project Surge, but it is uh, basically based on the new skins that came out. Which were the project uh, project skins and the project skin for Zuri, Lucian, Master Yi, and Renekton. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of people going uh, going crazy over the project Renekton skin. I think it looks awesome. It's and, a good uh, skin. Oh, I de- it definitely made me play some Renekton just to like it reminded me that it Renekton exists. <laughs> kind of, if that, if that makes any sense. Um, so maybe we'll go and play some Renekton this week, which was it was a lot of fun. Um, but champion changes. First up on the chopping block is OG's oh, no. one trick. My one <laughs> trick. Yeah, so first up on the chopping block is, as you said, my favorite, my one trick, Caitlyn. She was nerfed. Her base attack damage was nerfed by four. And, you know, at first I was like, you know what, it doesn't matter. She's OP anyways. Um, but you can definitely, well, I could definitely tell in the early game. I'm used to just stomping. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize how much I was used to stomping in the early game until this four, like the base attack damage was ner- nerfed by four. And then I was mm-hmm. like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, not, it's it. not too bad. It's not too bad either. It's not like, it's not too bad. She's still really strong and she still gets banned more than i would want her to <laughs> yeah yep uh so next up was camille so camille's uh baron lane win rate is kind of up higher now so they're gonna go ahead and nerf her um so her outer edge recovery health ratio is going from 50 percent down to 40 percent, and the monster modification is going from 100 percent down to 50 percent. so uh, a little bit of nerf in both uh the jungle and the baron lane so Yep, and then we've got Jarvan. Weren't you like a, a really good Jarvan player at one point? When Jarvan was broken. <laughs> I pick up all the broken junglers for a little bit and decide that I'm going to one-trick them, and then they get nerfed, and then I'm like, nah. Eh, well. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. um, well, his Golden Aegis, is that how you say that? Mm-hmm. Yep. That was um, brought down from 12 seconds to 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he also got a buff on his shield, yep. um, which is pretty good, I guess. Yep, good for good for. Uh, well, it got so his shield got uh, more base and then less scaling. So, um, and the cooldown got reduced. So it's kind of like a, a wash, but a buff on the cooldown side. So it, it'll still be it'll still be a net a buff. So. Mm-hmm. Misfortune also got a buff. Her double up damage, her base damage went up by 10 across the board. So just a little bit of a touch for Misfortune. Yep. And that was another buff that I was actually able to notice. Um, that was another change that I was able to notice, I should say. 
um, because I took her into a couple games and she just, I was very surprised with how well I did with her. So that was good. Yep. Early game pressure is definitely felt, felt like it went up. I played one game with jury last night and it, it felt like early game pressure was up, but um, yeah, it's still it's struggling like her, late game. It, it's like her poke does like a lot more damage now. For sure. For sure. All right, and then we have Morgana. Looks like um, she's still really strong in the jungle, but has been struggling in the mid lane. No, she's been struggling in the support role. So she's been doing good mm -hmm. in jungle and mid lane, but struggling in support. Um, so her magic shield is scaling. It scales more. So base damage for the first level is lower, but then it scales harder. And then her cooldown for her black shield has also been um, reduced. And the duration, but her duration of the black shield went from five seconds to four seconds. This is a little confused. Is, is it just me or is this a little bit confusing? No, it is a little bit confusing on the front end because the magic shield's overall uh, power went down, but the cooldown of it went down as well. So. Like, its overall power scaling into the late game is roughly about the same. Um, but early game, it did get a slight nerf. Um, and then, but the cooldown is probably the reason why in the support role it's better, is because you're going to be able to protect your ADC or yourself more often. Um, mm -hmm. But then also the duration went down, I think, just to compensate for how often you're able to have it. So mm -hmm. if you were able to have a, a 16 second cooldown on a five second ability, you'd only have 11 seconds to wait. So they went ahead and, you know, made yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I, I guess that makes sense. We'll see. We'll see how it feels. I feel like it's just going to be basically they, for her being a support, they're just like, well, we just need her black shield, her to have her black shield more often. So. Yeah, I I honestly think that they should have kept the black shield for five seconds instead of changing that to four. But I don't make the game, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's it's still a two-second increase um, as far as how long it's going to be, uh, or how long it's going to be on cooldown, so for sure. I, I, I'll look forward to seeing the change in action, but I can't really say anything too much right now. But Cinna yeah. uh, also got a buff. Um, by adding something to her S1. So Piercing Darkness is now enemies hit are slowed by 15% plus 0.1 times bonus attack damage plus 0.06 times ability power for 0.75, 1 second, 1.5 seconds, and 1.5. So basically what they're doing is they're adding a slow onto her S1. And also... Um... Nope, just a slow. Just the slow to it. So they're just adding the slow that scales based off of bonus attack damage and ability power. So we'll find out how this feels. It's at least a slow. So it's at least yeah. added. She doesn't feel like maybe she doesn't have to feel like she gets uh, Sorelda's grudge anymore. Maybe now she can build something else uh, like anti-heal or something like that instead. But um, yeah, anyways. Yeah. Um, next there's Yasuo and it says that he's been falling behind compared to other mid laners. So his target immunity cooldown goes from 8 seconds to 8, 7, 6, and 5 seconds. Um, which, I don't know, I guess that puts him back. But I think that 
I've noticed in a couple of my games, I've seen more Yasuo, so maybe that this is why. Yeah, uh, to be honest, I don't feel like Yasuo needed anything. I feel like Yasuo yeah. is still super annoying. And if yeah. you're good with him, I feel like he's still fine. But who knows, maybe high level... Oh, they do say high levels of play here, so it could have mm. been past my skill level. So Yeah. Um, Yumi also got, let's see here, a nerf. Probably well deserved. Not gonna lie. Yeah. I, I usually ban the cat if I if I have if like I'm missing a ban. Yeah, usually Yumi's the one that I might ban. So, uh, prowling projectile, which is her S one. Um, they're in uh, the enhanced current health damage is being uh in or increased early game and decreased late game. So it's going. It was at one point five three, four point five six, and seven and a half. And it's going down to two, three, four, and five. So it's better in the first level, same at level two, and then it gets decreased in levels three and four. And then the mana cost also is going up from 50 to 60. Uh, mm -hmm. The you and me uh, passive adaptive, uh, adaptive force is also getting nerfed. Um, it's going from 13, 15, 17, 19 down to 8, 11. 14 and 17 so at the end it's only two percent but at the beginning it's five yeah. so that's uh quite a hefty early game on the nerf so yeah that's a big early game nerf right get the cat out of here <laughs> all right um now we have zed it says he's been dominating in higher levels of play so to fix that, his Shadow Slash now deals 60% damage to monsters. Yep, so this is specifically for Jungle Zen. Not, this doesn't have any effect on mid lane or Baron lane Zen. Um, okay, which, I've never seen him in the jungle. That's really interesting to me. Yeah, is that like a yeah. common pick or something? Or? Uh, I think in higher levels, yes. I feel like lower levels, mm, there's just better choices, easier to pilot and stuff. Mm, so Okay. I feel like Zed's just a generally a higher level pick anyways. Mm -hmm. But I don't see him in a lot of games at all. So yeah, uh, they did have some changes to items. Uh, Banshee's Veil has been struggling. They said to be that item for magic resistance. So they're going to go ahead and reduce the total cost of it by 200 gold. So uh, Banshee's Veil is now looking like a great pick. Um, the Locket Enchant as well has... They are going to go ahead and reduce the uh, cost of it since they moved it from just a regular shield to a magic damage shield. So um, they weren't going to go ahead and bump it down from 800 down to 500 on the enchant list. So that's good. Randuin's Omen as well is getting a buff. Um, the premeditation critical strike damage gained as determination was at 12% for melee and 8% for ranged. Um, now it is moving up to 16% for melee and 10% for range. So it's going to be even stronger now. Um, Spear Visage is also getting a buff. Uh, they previously held off on uh, buffing it uh, because they were planning on adding shielding amplification to its passive. Uh, but now that they've done that in 4.0, it's still been struggling. And they're going to go ahead and just give it some, uh, let's say, raw power buff. So uh, the ability haste is going from... 10 to 20 and the total ability cost or the total cost in gold is going from 2900 gold to 2800 gold so not 
too big of changes. I mean, like some huge changes as far as costs on Banshee's Veil and Spirit Visage. I think those two items are going to be very nice to have. Um, and then hopefully we'll be able to see Locket Enchant more. I feel like Locket Enchant has really just been uh, not used hardly at all anymore, just because it it's so specific to having a like a heavy magic uh, damage or a heavy magic damage enemy team. Yeah. So. Yeah, ever since they changed it, it, it just hasn't been used as much. No, not at all. So, I'll let you do the rune changes. Right. So, we have some rune changes. So, for um, Pathfinder, it's... Um, uh, so, Pathfinder hasn't been a top pick lately, so they're giving it a spot buff to help it out. It regenerates missing health and mana per second it's going from 1% to 1.5%. And then second wind, um, it has fallen off. So they're doing the missing health recovered over five seconds from 1.5% to 2%. And then the missing health recovered over five seconds for melee is going from 3% to 4%. Yep. So good buffs there. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, anyways, that's it for... Um, that's it for the patch notes. Um, I'm sure there will be another patch here pretty quick after the first of the month, I'm assuming. Um, so you'll probably will be hitting another thing of patch notes uh, next time as well. Um, but now we get to get into matchmaking and Yay. how it works. So um, I personally have done quite the extensive research into this topic because... I just kind of am that way. I kind of like to know how things work. And uh, Riot has actually done a pretty decent job of explaining most of the things that they can. Um, obviously, they're not going to just tell you everything outright that goes on behind the scenes. And there's definitely a lot of people who think that that's mischievous, possibly, and that they're they're hiding stuff. And uh, to be honest, they probably are. They're probably hiding some stuff that they don't want people to see and some some yeah. just like some specifics of things that might you know cause people to spin right. out of control but you know because because they they do want people to keep playing you know right so yep. they are going to try to do that to keep people to keep playing and spending money but they also put a bunch of information out so it's like why would they lie to us yeah exactly and and to be honest like um a lot of people feel like games are not fair um and i will say that this system that they have in place tries its best to uh maintain a fair system um but obviously with dealing with uh so many different factors it's hard for a machine to know so um to be honest i think riot has a fairly good system they've this is Honestly, this system is from League of Legends. Most of the things from it that's just been kind of morphed to change it into Wild Rift. Um, but League would not still be going on here. What are they? Ten years in now? I was like, League wouldn't be still doing their thing if this didn't work there. They just did a poor adaptation to Wild Rift, and they tried to change it. It didn't work out. Um, but anyways, uh, we're gonna get into the like. First, of course, you know, what is matchmaking? And matchmaking is just, whenever we, we say the term matchmaking, it's really just the 
way that their system puts together a match uh, for you to play. So whenever you enter, whenever you queue up, you've entered into the matchmaking system. So the matchmaking system is current people who are looking for a game, and then they look for 10 players of a relatively same ranked, uh, same rank, and I say relatively because there is quite the, in Wild Rift especially, there's quite the uh, breadth of people that like can be in the same lobby as they've uh, really widened their search parameters whenever it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the system basically gets 10 of them and then splits them into even teams. So, and that's all done by, it's not someone behind there pulling the triggers or anything like that. It's, it's, it's some algorithm and some machine that puts it all out. Um, so there are a couple of things, really only two things that really go into matchmaking and it's your current rank and your MMR and what those are like your current rank. Everyone kind of sees that one. That's in the forefront. That's the stuff that you see. It's like, I'm in, you know, iron, bronze, silver, gold, platinum, emerald. Those are the ones with the borders around your, your picture whenever you're in the loading screen exactly so like all that's that's your current rank and that's the first thing when matchmaking for a when matchmaking for a ranked game this is like pvp has kind of got like wide parameters for things and like you can be put with base almost anybody for it and i i don't even know if they have parameters for it in in league i know they do they've got a separate like a separate system for uh a separate system for pvp but in wild rift i don't know if they do I've been put with just yeah. about everybody from challengers down to uh, iron. So, Silver, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, I, you've been put with just about everyone. So, that's your current rank, though. That's the main thing that's taken into consideration when picking players who are in the queue for your game. Um, the other thing that they uh, use is what's called MMR, which is referred to as uh, matchmaking rating. So, Basically, what this is, is a hidden number. You can't, like, find this number anywhere. Riot's really the only, Riot is the only one with access to these numbers. Um, and there's not, like, a 100% sure of everything that goes into what makes that number, but the MMR rating is supposedly supposed to be fairly equal with your current skill. And there are some things they haven't released. As I said, they haven't released an exact formula, but we do know that um, the number is based on uh, stats that happen while you're in the game. So it's how good or how bad you did, whether it's done by kills, gold per minute, you know, KDA, uh, whatever the other ones are, turret damage, you know, all those things may or may not take uh, into effect for MMR. um, But we do know for sure as well that wins and losses do play into MMR. Um, They've said that. and there are definitely also some common misconceptions that go into uh, things that there are certain things that people think do go in there that actually don't. Um, your win rate, though it does affect MMR through uh, wins and losses, your win rate is not actually taken into effect when matchmaking. They only count the MMR and your uh, current rank. So. It doesn't matter if you have a 90% win rate or if you have a 30% win rate. Are you telling me that loser's queue is not real? 
Um, loser's queue is re real, but in a different sense. So okay. whenever you lose a bunch of games, your MMR is tanked. So your MMR starts going down and down and down and down and down, which will essentially start putting you with either people who are in the same boat as you or people who are on the worst side of the rank that you're in. So loser's queue is a thing, but it's more directly tied to your MMR score than actually your win rate. Which is oh, why. Oh, okay, okay. So that's why kind of you have this this kind of rising and falling thing of up and down with your win rate. Sometimes you go on huge win streaks, and then right after you'll go on huge loss streaks. Mm -hmm. It's because whenever you're climbing, your MMR. If you go on a win streak, your MMR starts to build really quickly. MMR is kind of a fast changing uh, ranking system versus the. Uh, your like your rank, your like diamond and stuff only goes up and down at a certain interval. Your MMR changes very quickly and really uh, affects what matches that you are put in. So if you start climbing really fast on your MMR scale, then you're going to start getting put with supposedly better people. There is like obviously there's like a cap to that, and we'll, we'll get into more of like how a high MMR might affect your games a little bit later. But like. The higher you go MMR, the more tough your games are going to be because your rank is still climbing very slowly. So um, you're going to start have to start carrying lower people uh, or stuff like that. So like your games will start to get harder, and then you could go on a huge losing streak. And if you do that, that's whenever you start going into losers queue, which basically you're getting put with people who are in the same boat, you know, or the lower end of players that are in your rank. So. Mm -hmm. Win rate doesn't necessarily directly affect it, but it is does indirectly affect your your uh, your climb. Um, your stats technically have no direct uh, direct, though they do affect MMR. Just like win rate, stats technically do not directly affect uh, your matchmaking uh, results. Um, also, the current position you're queuing for. So, if you're normally a jungle main and you queue up as an ADC. Um, it will not take into effect. It will not take into account that you are queuing up for an off roll. Um, it okay. it just doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. um, it'd be nice if it did, because then you could possibly. But then basically, you would have to have a different MMR for a different MMR in a different rank for every roll that you have, which would be cool, because then that would kind of negate a that would take away my thought behind like smurf accounts and stuff like i have a smurf account for my adcs because i i like to play the adc role but i don't play it at the same level that i play jungle or solo lane so uh, right. i smurf on an adc account which is just it's separate i don't mm. think i've ever climbed out of emerald so like as an adc i'm not as good but so being like a completely different rank for each lane is that what you're saying Yes, like, if they okay. could do that, that would be cool. That would, that would be cool because I never play solo lane. So if I could, and I have to get on my Smurf account in order to play solo lane or to practice mm -hmm. because it's just to try to play it where I'm at right now would be ridiculous. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's too hard. And then you're basically ruining yeah. games for other people. Exactly. So anyways, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't take into that uh, account for that. It also doesn't take into account, unfortunately, if you're autofilled. So this is kind of a big problem why I think the autofill should really just get take taken out or you mm. should be able to opt out of it. Because um, I think 
being put into a situation as an ADC and getting auto filled into a, a jungle role is really just kind of a detriment and ends up being a loss most of the time for the rest of the team. I mean, it it sucks to get put into a position that you're not comfortable in whenever you're trying to play a game. So like to have something where you could opt out of autofill and only get put in, you know, maybe one of two roles, like have your first two or even maybe your first three, but have like your first yeah. two set as like, I want this role or this role. I don't care if it takes me an hour to queue, you know, I'm yeah. going to opt out of being autofilled and just let it, let it queue you that way. That would be nice. Right. But unfortunately the matchmaking system does not take into effect if you've been autofilled. Um, so with some of that being said, um, I guess the next question would be, how does it figure it out? So like, how does it figure out who should go where and what, and who should be on what team? Um, so the system that Riot currently has in place here in Wild Rift works almost solely on MMR, um, as the, uh, cause like I said before, basically the MMR is the number that they go to see in, uh, what you're matched up. And then the current rank is just a bracket, basically. It's simply a bracket where they pull players from. So if, like, if you're in gold, it'll pull anyone from silver four to plat one, with the exception of the little mark that says usually plays above their rank. You know, every mm -hmm. once in a while you'll get that in your games. Um, and that's usually kind of Usually like, with pre-made teams, too. Right, exactly. Yeah. And uh, with pre-made teams, it even winds it farther, right? So, like, you can play with probably, like, if you were in gold, you could probably play with anyone from, like, bronze through emerald. Like, it's just yeah. wide. Well, um, yeah. Pre-made teams, I think, really um, changes it a lot because, especially if you have a five-man, then it just extends it a whole nother, a whole right. nother rank. And see, the, the thing is, is with five-mans, you kind of know what you're getting into. Well, hopefully, you know, you're <laughs> kind of queuing with people that hopefully you know. Or you, yeah. you know their rank and stuff like that. So then it just takes your... it In Wild Rift, in League, it's a little bit more uh, concise you know, and uh, smaller of a group. But uh, with Wild Rift, everyone likes to play with their friends, so I feel like they kind of opened it up for that reason. Mm -hmm. um, but basically, you know who you're queuing with. You kind of know what's going to happen. So it's just going to look for a team with a similar average MMR um, to match you with. But uh, anyway, so like... Like I said, if you're if you're in gold, it's gonna normally pull from silver four to plat one. So like it's it's just a wide range of people. And so Riot's gonna find basically five players within your current rank bracket, and they're gonna add together all of your MMR scores and then at, take the average of them. So whenever you take the average of something, you know, math class, here we go back to <laughs> back to school. Uh, but the average, so basically if you're trying to average something out, you take the numbers, you add them all together, and then you divide it by the number of uh, things that you had. So like for us, it would be five players. So you got five players. So you're going to add together all their MMR scores, and then you're going to divide it by five to get the average. Mm -hmm. um, so then once they do that, they're going to figure out what your average is, and then they're going to look for another team with a similar score. Um, so, you know, whatever they, whatever they do to get those, they're basically just pulling people from your bracket and putting the teams together and AI is putting the teams together. So just kind of as an example, it is if you and everyone on your team had exactly a thousand MMR, 
So then, you know, you add those together, like it's 5,000 divided by five is a thousand. So like your average would be a thousand. Okay. So mm -hmm. then Riot would look for another team with a similar score of a, of a thousand MMR average. So whether they had, you know, lower or higher, some players are looking for an average score. Mm -hmm. um, so in, a, in an ideal system, you're going to get people who are really, really close to that thousand score. Or in an ideal system, you'd have like everyone's a thousand all the way across the board. And then the Riot just splits the teams and both teams have an average of a thousand. Um, and that would be, you know, ideal, you know, in a, in a perfect wor world. Right. Um, but let's be honest, like with the, with the way the system is now, there's a ton of good and bad players in uh, the, the bracket that you're put into. And um, so if your team then, so like kind of to demonstrate kind of like what could happen on like if your team has an average of a thousand the other team could have a player that has one player has a 900 score okay so 10 percent worse than any of the players on your team all right i'm this figurative percentage but like i don't know exactly like how the the mmr like scale works because no one has those numbers but they have a score of 900 then then all of their teammates then would have an mmr score of like 1025 so four of their teammates are better than four of yours, but one of their teammates is worse than one of your teammates. So, and it sees this kind of uh, as uh, fair. So like whenever it's, it's averaged out and it's close, that's what they consider fair. Mm -hmm. So that's why you can kind of, as you can kind of see with that, like you could have someone who is, not as good as the rest of the people in the lobby. And that's why sometimes it can feel like your team is just terrible. It could be the fact that you have a super high MMR, you know, now sometimes are a super high MMR for your game. And uh, so like, if you had like a 2000 MMR or something, you know, crazy like that for your rank, and then they tried to match you up with other players like your team would have to be down at like the rest of your team would have to be down at like 700, 750 in order to make the teams what right, what the machine would deem fair. While Balance so four of out. your team, yeah, so four of your team teammates would be considerably worse than four of their teammates. And you would have to basically carry from your position uh, as, as the rest of your team is probably not going to. So, with the system that they have in place right now, you can see kind of how, how widely varied the skill level can be. And they try to just take the people who are in queue, jam them all into one game, even them out the best they can and send them into it and send them into the rift, which can be very frustrating because uh, it really just kind of leads to uh, an inconsistency in your teammates, I guess. Like you, you never know what you're going to get. You never know what a lobby's going to get. And it's not just of a, a thing of if they play different than you play. It's more of a thing of if they're even close to the skill level that you're at. Um, and that's kind of one of the downfalls of the system that they have in place, which I'll get into a little bit later as well. Um, but uh, why is this system so bad, you may see? Um, the tolerance for 
how wide the MMR gap is, is quite wide in Wild Rift. So the good and the bad players both can get uh, into the same lobby. It can be very frustrating for people, and I understand that. But uh, the same system in PC League works way different. The problem is, is that they modified it for Wild Rift, and they took out what is referred to as the LP system, and they put in the marks and fortitude system. So you, you know, we know this: you get a win, you get a mark, you lose, you get a you get a mark taken away. But then we have fortitude as well, which gives us shields to prevent losses and yada yada yada. So mm-hmm. they changed the system a little bit, and really, it did kind of hamper what the competitive side of Wild Rift. So. I'm not sure if you remember this, OG, but way back when we used to have the LP system in uh, Wild Rift. I remember. Yeah, I was always trying to get to Diamond um, because I wanted to see what this LP system was all about. But Right. And to be (laughs) honest, the LP system was really the competitive part of this. And uh, the, the, the first part, you know, it was like I didn't. I didn't make it to the LP system until I think the season before they took it out. So like mm-hmm. I was still struggling to make it up to there. So I was thinking, you know, I'm I'm doing okay. And I'll, honestly, I didn't put in a ton of ranked games. I put in a lot of PvP games and played played a ton of PvP games, a ton of PvP games. So <laughs> uh, I could have probably pushed to the to get to Diamond a little quicker, um, but I just didn't. But at that point. Whenever they had the LP system, whenever you hit Diamond, then the system was really working as it was intended to be. And it really just made people pretty mad because they weren't, they were climbing an emerald and then they would hit Diamond and they'd hit a wall and they weren't able to climb anymore. But it was because the system was preventing them from climbing. Then this kind of frustrated people. I uh, I think a lot of people just didn't understand uh how it worked so whenever you, especially whenever you don't know how it works and you hit a wall then it gets really frustrating um but right. if they would have kind of placed this system all through they would have already been adjusted to this system of how it works and uh it wouldn't have been as big of a deal yeah it um, wouldn't have been such a shock to all of a sudden hit a wall because basically people would get to diamond and the game would be telling them to get good but people <laughs> people didn't really take it that way and they were just like what the heck mm-hmm. so right and yeah if it had just been implemented the whole way out then it wouldn't we wouldn't have even noticed yeah exactly and you know that a lot of people were getting uh plus 10 gains and minus 15 for losses so like if if you don't kind of like That'll make more sense here in a second, but basically that made it impossible for people to climb. It was very hard. You had to have a 60% win rate at that point to even stay afloat. To like, mm-hmm. But not everybody was having that problem. A lot of people were getting plus 12, minus 13, plus 13, minus 12, which was like, you know, about 50% going back and forth. Some people were getting way more gains and like, like yeah. way more for a gain. Like I think some guys I was playing with were getting like plus 17, plus 18. Stuff like mm-hmm. way up there, and then like only losing nine or ten or something like that for losses. Yeah. Um, when I but, first made it into Diamond, I was on the, I was like at the tail end of the LP system, and I would get plus twelve minus ten. So, mm-hmm. 
but that didn't last very long. <laughs> yeah. And the the LP system is really a good system to kind of get a gauge of where your MMR was at compared comparatively. But um so anyways, I say all that to say this, why was it really harder to climb in diamond than it was in emerald? Well, to really understand that, you have to kind of know how the system in League works, because this is really the system from League that they tried to port into Wild Rift. Um, so hopefully, I'll be able to go through this really quickly, and you'll be able to kind of get a grasp of it, and kind of understand why it, it doesn't work in Wild Rift whenever they changed it. But MMR, Rank, and LP uh, is what is in League, versus in Wild Rift, we have MMR, rank and the win and fortitude system so it's in league it's lp in wild rift it's uh a mark in fortitude um and mmr rank and lp just kind of interact with one another um in a way that is not uh the same as what's in wild rift so uh rank was still the bracket from uh which they would choose players from um but instead of needing wins you would need lp to rank up so like a win would get you lp which would then after you got so much lp like after you got 100 lp you would rank up from emerald 4 to emerald 3 um but then mmr was still measured the same or roughly the same they could have tweaked it a little bit for wild Rift versus uh league i don't really know all the specifics there but mmr was still roughly the same um but the amount of lp you gained and the amount of the out okay so the amount of lp you gained for a win and the amount of LP that you lost uh, whenever you would lose was dependent on both your MMR and your current rank. So it basically worked like this. If you had a high MMR for your rank, so if you were you know, low ranked but high MMR, you would get a bunch of LP for a win and a very little uh, bit of LP taken away when you lost. Um, if you had a, an average MMR for your rank, you would roughly get about even um, for wins and losses. And then if you had a low MMR for your rank, you would get very small gains and you would lose a bunch of LP for a loss. And basically what it was trying to do was it, it was trying to match your rank to what your MMR is. Because your MMR is really a more accurate representation of what your skill than rank alone because rank can really be skewed by a bunch of different things it can be skewed by you know getting carried by someone else uh playing on your account by buying an account you know there's so many different factors of uh that could go into you just winning a bunch of games but and while winning games will cause your mmr to climb um if you are still performing poorly in those wins it will not climb at the same rate as somebody who is performing well um so to put it kind of simply, uh, your MMR score is supposed to drag your rank around wherever it needs to be in relation to your rank, um, or sorry, in relation to your MMR, uh, which makes reaching where you were supposed to be. So if you were, uh, if your rank was lower than what your MMR was, if your rank was lower than your skill, it would make reaching the correct rank easier. But then it would. Uh, cause climbing after that to be a challenge of, of your skill and not just a challenge of can you pull out pull out a win or can you uh can your teammates carry you to a win it was actually you know based in, in skill and getting 
uh, wins while still playing well. So, um, so whenever you had the win system early in Wild Rift, so that's how it works in League. So it, it works like that all the way from Iron all the way through Challenger. So it works like that the entire system. Um, I think in Iron, technically, Iron is like Noobville and... I, you can't lose LP in that one, so you'll just basically eventually you'll get to bronze four or five. I can't remember what it is in league. It's it's one of those, but it, it's once you get there, then you can start losing. Um, but so like they've still got like a good a feel good system for for newbies to kind of like be able to climb through some ranks and get some wins and stuff. To uh, suck it's not them just, into the to suck their souls into the game and to get addicted and <laughs> exactly they don't want to just like beat them down right out of the gate so they they do kind of have that feel good system at the beginning uh still but after you hit bronze then you can start gaining and losing lp um and like you can gain a bunch of lp at once if you're playing really well and uh you can if your mmr is above where you're ranked anyways so basically it'll drag you around um but basically what it did whenever they put it into Wild Rift, whenever you hit the LP system in Diamond, climbing was no longer just about getting wins, but also it was about where your MMR score was. So people with low MMR scores had a very hard time climbing in Diamond, especially since they not only did wins, did it based, since it was no longer based on wins, but they also took out the Fortitude system, which negated some of your losses. So, overall, climbing in Diamond is where the com competitiveness really used to get started. And so, um, this is kind of where you kind of see the first major flaw in the system whenever it was ported to Wild Rift. Like, I know there's been a lot of negatives up to this point, but this was really the first major flaw was not putting the, MM or not putting the LP system in the early part of the game. Uh, because then when people hit Diamond, they weren't used to it. They weren't used to the way it works, and the other system basically gave you a false sense of accomplishment going mm -hmm. through your ranks uh, just based on wins. And not, not like it was super easy to climb. Obviously, it took me a long time to get, get to where it was. Like, it took me a while to get up there to Emerald, um, and getting to Diamond for the first time was still a huge thing for me. Um, but after you hit Diamond, then a lot of people, there's just a big pile up there, and... Unfortunately, with the, the whole way it worked and people not being used to it and people not being where they were supposed to be, because then they would drop down to Emerald, like their MMR was low, they would drop down to Emerald, and then all they'd have to do is like win a couple games and then they're back in Diamond. Mm -hmm. So the MMR, and it was it at that point when you're in, in that Diamond area and that Diamond zone, it was kind of hard to bring your MMR score up uh, effectively. Like it was hard to like just... Because there was a ton of people there, and you never knew what you were gonna get, and uh, so, anyways, that people complained about it, which it was frustrating, and uh, I think Riot could have done a better job as far as uh, the way it originally happened. Um, but anyways, they didn't, so they went ahead and took out the LP system completely uh, from Wild Rift, which kind of puts us into the system that we're at mm -hmm. um instead of taking out the whole fortitude shield things they decided to go the other way <laughs> and take out just lp yeah so it was i don't know 
it, it just kind of depends on what they were trying to do, whether they wanted to make Wild Rift competitive, which I don't know. Mobile is just not the same point as competitiveness as other games are um, that are not that are uh, other video games are esports in general is not geared for mobile yet. Um, I yeah. do think it is headed that way. And I mean, I don't think that they're going to back down any time on Wild Rift. I just saw in the, in my store here in a tiny town, uh, I saw Coke cans with Wild Rift characters on them. So nice, like in the middle of nowhere. So nice. uh, they're, they're not backing down from at least trying to still uh, make this game well-known and playable. Um, but they have dialed down on dialed back on the competitive side of it. Um, so whenever the, the low MMR players, okay, so whenever they removed the LP system and made it all the win system, this now basically creates a system the diamonds, diamond and above system used to re rely on MMR uh, and your rank to kind of like jerk your rank around and just like League does. But now we basically have a system that, like I said in the beginning, solely relies on MMR to create what they can, what the machine considers a fair game. Um, and if you've been in ranked any time at all, you know that that is anything but farther from the truth. Mm. Like you can have such a wide variety of skilled players in a match that it is crazy. Um, so what this does is basically what the, the, what taking out LP and putting in a win system is, is basically players are able to climb far above what their actual skill is, is basically what's happening. So whether yeah. they're getting carried, um, whether they're, you know, whatever they're basically with the MMR system, if you've got a really low MMR, uh, they're going to put you with better teammates. And maybe if you're that, you know, 500 MMR player playing with everyone on your team is a thousand, and then everyone on the enemy team is 750, you know, you can probably pull out quite a few wins. And, yeah, you might um, get carried there. Yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, with the system they have in place, like if you've got a 50% win rate, and you know you play a hundred games, so you've got fifty wins, fifty losses. But then we also have the fortitude system that negates, you know, more of those losses. Right. Or even if even if you're able to peak above that, like fifty five percent, you know, 55, 55 wins, forty five losses. And let's say in the course of a hundred games, you get 10, 10 fortitude shields. That that's a shield every ten games. Yeah, which is I think pretty reasonable, like for what it is. That means that really, in reality, you went up 55 marks, but you only went down 35 marks, netting you 20 marks, which is enough to climb, I believe, all the way through Emerald. Yeah. And, so, and the way that they do the Fortitude Shields as well, it's not like you get a Fortitude Shield when you win, and that's, you know, when you have enough wins anymore. Like, they don't do that anymore. Now, you can even lose, and you still get, gain points towards your Fortitude Shield. So right. that's like you just so at that point you just need to play. You just need to play enough games to gain mm -hmm. enough fortitude shield and you can still climb even if like you were saying 
your MR, MMR is really bad or your win rate is really bad, like you can still climb. Yep. And they're, they're just going to keep giving you fair games over and over. So like if it was like, if it's in league, if it's like the LP system before, even if you would have carried someone on your team. So like someone on your team was really bad in diamond and you would have carried them. And if your MMR was good, you wouldn't went up like 15 or, you mm-hmm. know, 20, whatever, you know, let's do it really drastically. You go up 20. Well, they only go up 10. All right. Next game you play with them again. And this time you lose, they go down 15, but you only go down 10. So like yeah. you can still see like the, the gap between you would still get bigger. Even if they were on your team every time, because their MMR is low, they would be getting, you know, smaller gains, which would have, it really helps separate the good players from the, from the, the okay players or the bad players, you know, it just helps put a separation between them. But now if you carry a bad player, you guys both go up one. If yep. you got, if you like, you might get some extra fortitude than them. Uh, but you know, it only amounts to so much over so much time. It's definitely not as fast as what an LP system would spread people out. And uh, if you lose one with them on your team, you guys still go down at the same rate. So yep. it's definitely a problem. You know, gold players might be able to get up to diamond or when they should really be in gold. Maybe master players are making it all the way to challenger whenever really they should just be master players or even, you know, high diamond players are even getting up there. You know, uh, the higher ranks are definitely not exempt from having uh, people like this. And not that if you made it up there and not if you, you made it up to challenger that, you know, Oh, you're a terrible player that just got, you know, carried up there. I'm not saying that what I am saying is that there are a vast amount of players in wild rift that don't really know hardly any macro don't know hardly any, you know, don't know what to do. Uh, they're just playing the game to play the game, and you know that's fine. But they're still able to climb to these higher levels without really putting any you know effort into uh, figuring out and getting better at the game. So um, around reset time, I will say it's probably going to be the hardest whenever you have a high MMR because if you think about it, challenger players go back to diamond uh, four, grandmaster players go to emerald one, master players go to emerald two. Diamond one, emerald three, yada yada down the line. That bunches everyone into a very very tight window where mm-hmm. almost everybody can play with everyone. So when people are queuing up, that used to be in diamond four, and they're queuing up with people who are in grandmaster, who are grandmasters the season before. You know, they're really high MMR, and now they're having to play with people who are a much lower MMR. Um, it can be very hard to ch- to carry games, which is why you may see why I see a lot of our grandmaster players. A lot of them really struggle in the early in the early season, unless they queue up as a five man. If you queue up as a five man, you kind of know what you're getting into, and you're going to be going up against people who are similar. Um, and yes. If you can pull out wins that way by being you know more communicative and you know stuff of that nature, but for a lot of our grandmasters, I see a lot of them struggle, like really struggle in the early game or in, in the early part of the season. Like we're talking like 30% win rates, 40% win rates. Whenever I'm able to pull out like 70% win rates, because last season I didn't play ranked hardly at all, you know? And I think I barely pulled out with like, I didn't even make it to diamond two. I don't think last season or maybe just into diamond two. So like, 
I'm sure my MMR was tanked because I just didn't play, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so this season, whenever we started up, I did fine on my climb. I did good. Right. Uh, and now that it's kind of gotten later into the season, I've kind of, uh, I haven't played a lot lately, but uh, it is kind of like s- slowing down. The winds aren't coming as easy. More um, of a plateau. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. You know, and I see a lot of people who are, don't necessarily have uh, great MMRs like me climbing at, you know, 70%, you know, 65%. And but then I see people who are way better than me getting stuck with like 37%, 40% win rates. And I'm like, man, what is wrong? But it's just really, it's just the system, the matchmaking system. And you know, it's just kind of uh, how it performs uh, when put in the system with this, these marks. So, yeah. Um, but anyways, I mean, just to kind of put it in perspective, if you've got a high MMR at the beginning of the season, like 2000, like it's going to have to find you four other players around 750. Like, I think I already used that once, but like around 750. So like players who are way worse than you in order to even out to a thousand MMR average. So like, that's why sometimes it can just feel impossible to carry and really, really hard to climb. So, um, obviously five man queue, good way to avoid that, but definitely five man queue is harder. So, um anyways so just to kind of wrap it up i'm just gonna say the problems with this system are just that games pretty much snowball every game um and the only way to really ever you see comebacks are really just around uh the elder dragon and the baron like if you can steal some of those away and then even then you might not be able to come back from from it this, the game's just snowball so hard because these very uneven teams you usually have one guy one or two people who get way ahead and then they just snowball the entire game and with the quick uh the way the games are so quick it's really hard to just come back so um the teammates are pretty inconsistent as far as a quality of teammates. So it makes ranking really, uh, when you rank, it really leads to selfish gameplay of thinking that you have to do everything and that you can't really rely on your team, which is in general, pretty true anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the system that we have now, the, the variety, the, the variety of people that you get in a game is so wide that in a team game, this, uh, attitude really isn't super healthy. Uh, yeah. for, as, for the competitive part of it, yeah. Um, the game that the game that we have now really isn't super competitive since you can just spam games to get better ranks, um, which is in turn giving people a false sense of accomplishment, thinking that they're better than what they really are, and it really means that gaining ranks are really meaningless if everyone can do the same thing as you and they don't have to to work as hard; they just have to put in games. So, um. It's kind of a bummer that it is this way. Um, I will say I do have some... Okay, this is... Most of that was just the way the system works. This is kind of my opinion of how I would fix it. The easiest way to fix it, what I think Riot could do to fix this, um, would be the first thing would be to remove the uh, mark system and fortitude, like just first up, and replace it with the LP system uh, from... Bronze to challenger. I mean, you can leave iron, whatever you want. If you want iron to be wins, that's fine, uh, because you're not you're not going to go down in iron anyways. 
um, but replace replace this win system with the LP system from Bronze to Challenger. Um, I would suggest a hard uh, rank reset for everyone, so everyone r ranks goes back to Bronze again. Um, and with yeah. the LP system, the people with high MMRs are going to climb. Um, I wouldn't say go back to Iron, because you can't lose anything in Iron anyways, um, so yeah. there's really no point in going back there. And it's really for, for newer people. Um, MMR, I would say, needs to say, stay either the same as what they currently have or possibly even a soft reset. Just kind of knock everyone back down a little bit as there is going to be probably large win streaks happening. They might even like knock it way down. But like basically keep it to where the higher MMR players are able to climb out of the lower ranks faster. So that way the newer players are the average players don't just aren't just getting stomped over and over and over by these people who are trying to climb out. Um, just allow the people who are better just to go ahead and climb right on out and just let, let them get on their way. So that way then us people who are not as good can hmm. uh, enjoy the game and enjoy climbing back up. So And um, actually get better at the game yeah, instead of exactly. just <laughs> instead of just spending hours at the game. <laughs> so it is a bummer the way that the, the Wild Rift system is now. I mean, it does feel really good to climb. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it feels good to be able to get wins and to see your rank go up. Like, that is awesome. I love being able to see people just progressing through the ranks. That's cool. But yeah, it's not competitive the way it is. And unfortunately, you know, I like being competitive. So, like, yeah, they really... Well, it, it takes away from the accomplishment knowing that, you know, if I just played... 5, 10, 15 more games, then I, you know, I'll eventually get there. Get it there anyways, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I know we're going to have probably some questions, some comments on this. So, if you have questions, comments, whatever, shoot me in Discord. Um, yeah. Send us an like, email if you don't want to, you don't want to yeah. join Discord for some reason. Shoot us an email. Um, we both have Twitter accounts. You can yeah. uh, go ahead and burn I'm us at the stake there if you want <laughs> yeah. oh it'll probably be a little I, I am yeah anyways so i'm sure there's going to be things but um hopefully this at least gives you a better kind of understanding and hopefully eases some of the frustration of matchmaking because that's really what it did for me was it kind of eased the frustration of knowing kind of how it works and just kind of be able to see see the patterns as you're going through you're like you're going on a win streak and then all of a sudden you get placed in teams that just feel impossible for like five games mm, straight mm -hmm. you just kind of you kind of know what's happening and you're like okay well i mean okay yeah this makes and, sense yeah right and i will say something else right before we finish here riot does not try to keep your games at 50 percent. okay they try to do that for champions they try to keep them around a certain win percentage but they do not care what you have as a player as a win percentage um, the system, the system that they have in place does kind of keep you around that just in the sense of if you keep winning, your MMR is going to go up. It's going to make games harder, which means you're going to lose some and you're going to come back down or could be the opposite. You lose a bunch of games and then you're going to win some so you can bring your score back up. So it doesn't like it's hard to get you yourself to just like win all of your games because let's face it if eventually your mmr gets high enough you're going to have to carry four people the entire way like literally drag them across the finish line and mm -hmm. it's not possible for every game so yeah 
but they do not like intentionally make your games bad and try to keep you around 50%. That that's not what they're doing. So um you can do it. You can win. Sometimes your teammates are are going to be bad. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Yeah. Just keep at it. I just play you know, some more games right now. Just yep. right now, take advantage and just play as many games as you possibly can, and and you'll get there. Don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, but in the process of this, also, guys, just keep learning, keep trying to improve yeah. your stuff. Um, I will say stats in like your stat circle in the game. It that paired with win rate is kind of probably the most. Uh, the best representation of what your MMR is. If you have good stats and kind of like, I won't even say win rate. I'll say win rate of the past 20 games. Like if you've mm. gotten a lot of wins in the past 20 games, your MMR is probably pretty high with a good stat circle. Um, so like, just kind of keep that in mind. Stats are kind of a good thing to always like go like gold per minute, KDA, improving those things can always uh, help with uh, becoming a better player. So make sure like, even though I know matchmaking is terrible and yada, 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 just play more games. Uh, the point of this podcast is people want to learn. People want to learn yeah. how to become better. Um, and even though the game's not conducive to learning, I like being able to look at a game and go, yeah, I won that because of the strategy and knowledge I have. Yeah. Not just because it was another game and we happened to be better than the other team. You know, right. I want to look back at the games and go, I had an influence of this because I knew we needed to do this versus that. And it also helps with, uh, whenever you come to play space Saturday scrims. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, anyways, I'm done talking about matchmaking <laughs> for tonight. Well, or very, right very now. educational. I, um, yeah, when you fully explained it to me the first time, I was like, why do we have this fortitude system? This sucks. Give me LP. Give it to me. <laughs> I want to know that I'm actually getting better. Um, I know, I know in theory I am getting better, but it would be cool to have something more like uh, something concrete. better to judge. Yeah, more concrete yeah. To, to really judge if, it, you know, how yep. much better I've actually gotten since the game came out. Yep. And, you know, LP will do that. LP will slap you around, so. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no doubt. All right. Well, anyways, come join the Discord. We're having a lot of good discussions in there, and I'm sure there will be, whenever this releases, there will be plenty of good discussions going on in the Discord again. So, yeah. uh, for now, have a good night. We'll see you all next time. Bye.